welcome to One Thing or Another podcast with Jess and Sandra. Um, it's a podcast where two single moms talk about life, love, and everything in between. Um, so today we're going to be talking about marriage and divorce and our experiences and how it was getting back, you know, on the saddle into this um, circus that we call dating. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I guess uh, let's go. I will start. Um, so I met my ex-husband through an old friend. It wasn't like the best uh, beginning, we'll say. <laughs> uh, he dated somebody that I knew. Um, that's how I met him. And then me and him were just really good friends for like a year and some change. And uh, we hooked up one night um, after they finished the cycle because when he was a hat, we all went out, got super drunk and uh, yeah, hooked up. And two months later, I found out that I was pregnant. That was hilarious because whatever, you know, TMI, but like my cycle was always like all, to, all over the place. And he told me one day that like I was moody and I'm like, I'm always moody. And he's like, yeah, but like you're moodier than normal. <laughs> and um, he said, he's like, oh, and your boobs look bigger. And I was like, why are you looking at my boobs? Like, you know, and then his eyes got big and I was like, what? And he's like, maybe you're pregnant. I was like, no, like there's no way, you know, whatever. And I told him, go buy a freaking pregnancy test and I'll take it. Well, he went and bought a pregnancy test. I took it and it said positive. And I took like five more because I didn't believe it. And then so, yeah, we found out we were having a kid and then we decided to date. Um, it was it worked for a little bit. Uh, he had been married before. I hadn't. I was 24 when we got married. Um, and I thought I was like all grown and mature and like, I'm a mom now. I can be a wife. And I definitely was not ready to be a wife. <laughs> um I was still like super stuck in my ways. Like everybody that knows me knows I'm pretty fucking stubborn. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know, like my marriage wasn't my priority. Like I still wanted to like not live my life, like not like go out and party and all that crazy stuff. But like if I wanted to go out, I wanted to be able to like go out and not be a problem and all that stuff. So um, we were good for a while and then it got not good. Uh, we did separate for a bit. I moved out, got an apartment and everything. And then we tried to make it work, but it just didn't. I think me moving out was kind of like um, really, really, really the beginning of the end. Um, and it's funny because him and I were actually talking about everything a few weeks ago. Um, and yeah, he said, he's like, yeah, when you moved out, he's like, I figured like there was really no coming back from it. So he just kind of, I guess, shut down. Um, and then I moved to California before he did. And in October, 2016, we decided, yep, we just need to call it like, there's really no coming back. And, um, yeah, it was pretty amicable, you know, like I, we went to the courthouse together. Uh, we were like laughing and everything like that, but it's just we're way better friends than we were like as a couple. Um, and I think that like at that time I was just not ready. And if I would have gotten married like later on when I like matured more, like we all think that we're grown and so mature, like in our twenties, especially early twenties. And you're not like, you can think you're ready for something, but it's, you're really not. 
that's why I don't understand when people be dating people that are like way younger than them. Like, I, I guess it works for some people, but I don't know. I had a few exes that were a lot younger than me and our mentalities were just very different life experiences, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, I, we had issues. Like there was definitely infidelity and fights and all that type of stuff. I mean, I, it was not fucking perfect, but like in hindsight, looking at it now, like in my mid thirties versus my mid twenties, a lot of our issues were fucking stupid. And a lot of stuff probably would be like non-factors at this point. Um, but I guess you live and you learn, right? That's true. <laughs> and I wish all divorces can be as amazing as yours was, you know, where you just both walk to the courthouse and be like, deuces, it was a fun ride, but we out this bitch. Cause Yeah. And it was funny. Cause like we were standing in line at divorce, like the fucking divorce court and everybody, you know, like you see people like they're not even looking at each other. They're like, you could just feel the hatred in yeah. the air. And we're sitting there fucking cracking up and walk up to the counter. We're like, yeah, we want to get divorced. And they're like, even the lady at the counter was like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> but High I was five. Like, yeah, you know, um, and everything was, you know, I'm, I'm glad, like, I'm thankful because that's like probably the only easy thing in my life was getting divorced. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> everything right. else is a train wreck. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really, yeah. And then even when he, you know, started, well, I don't know, got more serious with his current wife. Um, like, I just, I don't like drama. I think that's just like, and I was like that kid that was like the product of a whole shit ton of drama. And I always got put in the middle of it. And it was just kind of like, I didn't want to do that to my kid. You know what I mean? Like, I could fucking hate him, but my kid, you know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, huh. well, at least we'll co-parent enough to, like, survive. So that's one thing that I'm lucky. And I always tell him, like, I'm like, if you ever dare to complain about me to anybody, like, you have nothing to stand on because I'm like the chillest baby mama slash ex-wife fucking ever. OK, like how many other fucking people do you know that will, like, waste their leave? to bring your kid to fucking see you because your schedule at work sucks. You know what I mean? Like most people are like, Oh, fucking figure it out. You know? And I'm like, no, please take this kid. You want to see him where I gotta be. You want to meet me at this airport? Bet. Let's go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I know people that are like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I mean, like I, I if, if his dad was like a total piece of crap, that'd be a totally different story. You know what I mean? But mm -mm, take this kid. I don't want this kid. Right. <laughs> But. Yeah, well, you already know my divorce did not go as smooth as yours. <laughs> um, honestly, like my whole marriage was just, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I also did get married because I got pregnant with Elisha. Um, I mean, we were together for three four years before we got married or before we had Elijah. Um, so we had been together for quite some time already. Um, I followed him. I was so in love. I mean, that's how I ended up in Lejeune girl. Trust me. That's how, that's how we ended when, up in Lejeune. <laughs> right. When I saw this man, I knew like it's, it was, he was like, I thought he was my person. You know, I really did. I loved the shit out of this man 
I mean, I felt so fucking hard for this man. Um, I remember like the first time I met him, I told my, like, I told my friends, I was like, he's it. Like, this is my husband. This is the person. This is my, the love of my life. Like, this is who I'm going to marry. Like I told everyone, you know, everyone I knew that knew me, like I, after all, like the heartbreaks that I had gone through, you know, uh, relationships prior to him, like, I just knew, I freaking knew he was my man. Like, he was going to be my man, no matter what, you know? He doesn't want to, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, he's going to be it, and I was going to make it happen. He was going to be mine. And, you know, it's, when we were dating, like, it was kind of rocky. Um, I was young, too. I was... 21 so I was like super immature he was older than me he was 26 um so there was definitely like a huge age gap um I wasn't like more of I, I really wasn't into like partying as much as you know um other 21 year olds um I was like ready to settle down have fucking kids like that was like my because biggest you're Mexican as fuck that's why right I just <laughs> wanted to get married have kids like make me a wife I'm ready you know um I don't think he was in the same um I don't think he had the same mentality like he loved to go out he loved to have drinks like I think we were in different you know areas of our lives um I know that he didn't want to have, like, I knew he wanted kids, but I knew he didn't want to have kids. Like, that was, like, one of his biggest things, you know. He was raised in a very dis dysfunctional uh, household. Um, so I think that's kind of what caused him to not want to have kids. Mm -hmm. I think it scared him to have grown up the way that he did and to bring kids into the world, which was totally understandable. Um, but, you know, what... What happens when two people have sex, you know, and it's unprotected, like, shit's gonna happen. So, you know, I got pregnant with Elisha, and, um, what is it called? So when I told him he wasn't as happy, I was extremely happy, again, because I think I was ready to have, I, w I was ready to be a mom. Um, I told him, you know, like, if you don't want to be part of this like go about your way like we can break up you know you don't have to stay like I said all you know the whole thing the whole shebang um we decided to stay together um he was deploying the same year that Elisha was gonna be born so um we decided to get married when we got married you know he was gone a lot I mean I was pretty much a single mom even though I was married, I was a single mom. Yeah, I, I was with us too. I did majority of the raising of that child. And I think at some point I became somewhat disgruntled towards him, you know, because I was at home all alone taking care of this child while, um, while he got to party and while he got to go out. And um, I think I, I didn't want to admit it then you know but like now that i'm older and wiser i guess you can <laughs> say because who knows if i am um and i put things into perspective and you know i i think about 
everything that happened during my marriage. I think I was a little disgruntled towards him. And I think I, there was a little hatred towards him, you know, um, just for the simple fact that I felt like I wasn't taken. I, I felt like I was taken for granted. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like everything I was doing for our child and our household and, you know, I was a wife and I was a mil. I was in the military. Like, I felt like none of that mattered to him. Like, I just felt so, um, I felt like it was just un- like ungrateful, you know? So I think that led to me kind of hating him and pushing him away. And then, you know, again, the same thing with you, like there was inf- infidelity and there was just so many issues. And Growing up, you know, as well, what you said, like, my mom stayed with my dad, no matter what, like, she was not going to break the household. And I just never like understood because my mom was like, super unhappy, you know. And the reason why she stayed was because of her kids. And like, we can see that my mom was just not happy. Mm-hmm. And Well, I could because I was the oldest. I, I don't think... My brothers, you know, I don't think they noticed it as much as I did, but I always said that I would never, I would never stay in a relationship or in a marriage if I wasn't happy because me not being unhappy created me to not be, in my opinion, a good mom. I felt like I was always angry. I was always sad. You know, I was always... I think at some point I'm sure I had depression and postpartum depression and all you, whatever you want to call it. And I did not, um, at first I did fight. I fought for my marriage. Um, I think at some point he wanted a divorce and I was like, no, we have to work on this. Like we have a child, we have to keep fighting. And, you know, we we gave it another go. Um, And then, you know, the issues just kept coming. We kept fighting. Shit just kept happening. And um, finally, I was like, you know what? That's it. Like, what are we doing? This isn't getting better. You're not happy. I'm not happy. Like, we we need to separate. Like, we need to go. Um, So we decided to, you know, part ways. Well, he decided that he wanted to fight for it, you know. He decided that we should keep fighting for our marriage. But by then I was done, you know, like he was willing to make the changes that I kept asking for within our marriage. But I think once a woman is done with something, like she's fucking done. And I was done. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. I cannot continue to be in a marriage where like, I wasn't making you happy and you weren't making me happy. So like, why are we still sticking it out? Like, we're just miserable together. You know, like, it's unfair to you. It's unfair to me. And it's unfair to our kid because like, at that point, like, he just had two unhappy parents. And like, what what are we teaching our kid that we're, you know? So my marriage was or my divorce was very drawn out. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Not by choice. Um, but it took a long fucking time for me to get divorced. Um, 
just a lot of drama behind it. Um, but yeah, like divorce is so nasty sometimes, you know? So I think like you, kudos to you and, you know, um, your ex-husband for being able to have such a amicable divorce. And, you know, I think that's, what's cool about it is that you guys thought about, you know, Izzy, um, and what's best for him at the end of the day, you know, I think a big part of it, yeah, I think a big part of it was the fact that like we did have that friendship beforehand, you know what I mean? So like we didn't meet and like intend on dating, you know, like that was never even on any either one of our radar, you know. So I think like that helped part of it. I mean, since we've been divorced, we've definitely had like fights and stuff, stupid shit, because he'd be there's been some fucking times where I'm just like, why is your brain, like, why does it work that way? You know, like, right, stupid shit. And a lot of it had to do, like, you know, with his new relationship and all that. And I'm the type of person, like, I don't give a fuck about who the fuck you're dating. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm not going anywhere. You're under, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, but you're stuck you're with stuck. me. I'm stuck mother right. of you know, like, I don't bother you unless it has to do with Izzy. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? And if I, if, I do anything that involves you or your family or anything like that is because of our child. Like not, you know, like I took, I wasted my veterans day 96 and drove 10 hours to fucking El Paso. And I was supposed to stay at his brother's house, but then he found out or his wife found out or whatever. Cause he was like deployed at the time. And one of them had a problem with it. I highly doubt that it was him, but yeah. You know, and and then it was like it would it it would it would be disrespectful to his new wife, and if I stayed at his brother's house to bring his ne- like his kid to see his family, so that like that shit like that pissed me off because I was like, do you think I I want to spend my fucking weekend, my four day weekend in El Paso with your fucking family, like when I could be in San Diego with my family? You know what I mean? Like yeah, or doing other stuff. So like that shit pissed me off and I was taking him to see cause he has another son. And, um, so, you know, I hit up his other ex-wife and I was like, well, I don't, we're not coming anymore. Cause I'm not staying at a hotel in El Paso. Like I'm not wasting more money. So she's like, well, just stay here. So I, cause me and his first ex-wife have been cool. <laughs> so I stayed at her house that weekend. Um, which is people are like, what the hell? I was like, yeah, it's like ex-wife's club, whatever, you know? <laughs> Um, so like that way the boys could see each other, you know, like everything that I do is for Izzy. Like, I don't mind doing that type of stuff because it's, it's for him. It's not, I don't do the shit cause I fucking want to, you know, like, but like, I always think that because like, like you said, like some people will stay in shitty ass relationships, shitty ass marriages because, oh, for the kids, for the kids. But it's like, do you think it's healthy for kids to see like toxic ass relationships because that's why we end up growing up and being in the situations that you and I end Trauma. up in. Right. Yeah. Cause like, honestly, I mean, therapy has, you know, done a lot. So that's so why, like you said, we're wise, but we've also been through a lot of shit. So like when you grow up in a household, that's fucking toxic. Like that's all, you know, you know what I mean? So like when you go to date, you think that's what love looks like. And then you end right. up in all these shitty ass relationships with shitty ass people. 
And it's hard to like break that cycle. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I think for sure it's it's better to, for me at least, I can't speak for everyone, uh, but my main priority was to not teach my kid that, you know, that's what love is supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know? Um, no kid should grow up seeing. I think it's worse to see your parents fight every day than them be separated because guess what like I am a single mom now and guess what my kid knows how to love my kid is one of the fucking sweetest fucking boys in the world teaching him that me you know and I don't think and I sit here and I think about it and I don't think I would be who I am today like if I was still unhappy and I'm not saying I'm like the happiest person ever, yeah. you know, because I still have some trauma that I have to deal with. But um, I do think that I'm way healthier and I do think that I am um, in such a more better space mentally to be able to raise a kid, you know, than I think that I would have been if I would have continued to be in a marriage that I was just not happy with, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely. I definitely agree with that because like, I mean, at the end of the day, whether you and, you know, your kid's dad are together or not, like as long as you both are still there for him and love him or her or whoever, you know what I mean? Like that matters more than like, they're not going to care at the end of the day, like when they're fucking adults and they're looking back at their life, they're not going to be like, oh, I had such a great life because my parents were together. Like, no. I am a well-functioning human being because I had parents that loved me, you know what I mean? And showed me how to love and showed me what healthy love looked like and whatever, you know, like, like you said, like our boys know how to love. Like they both are very sweet. They're very freaking empathetic and intuitive and you know what I mean? Sorry. My dogs want to be jerks right now. They're like playing right here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like sometimes obviously it's stressful and sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish I had somebody else here to freaking take the damn kid to practice so I can get stuff done that I need to get done or whatever, you know? Um, And yeah, obviously we get lonely, you know, and obviously our kids want us to be happy. Like they're not stupid. They know that we're freaking lonely, you know, but it's like, it is what it is. But I, I think an issue, like when you were talking about um, how, you know, like you were at home with the kid and, and he got to do whatever he wanted, like with work and all that. I think that was like a huge thing for me and my marriage was like, I had to, because he was a Marine And he was high ranking and with his MOS, like he could only go certain places. And it was like, I felt like I had to give up a lot of stuff that I wanted to do in my career because I had to be home because we had Izzy, you know? And it was like, he, like you said, like even when you were married, you were still pretty much a single mom because when Izzy was born, Frank was still a hat. And then I said his name, whatever, but (laughs) (laughs) um. 
Yeah, but when we first got married, he was still a hat. And then we went to Lejeune and he got doing workups, freaking deployed. You know what I mean? Like he was always gone. And it sucked because I'm like, oh, I can't do this because he's deployed or I can't do that, you know? And then I get stuck in freaking Lejeune, which I didn't want to go there. And then even um, when I went to Pendleton, because I was like, I'm not, like, I'm going to do what I want to do for my career this next time. Like, I, I don't really care. Either you meet me out there or you don't, but like, I can't follow you around because there's stuff I need to do for my career too, you know? And because um, when we first got married, he thought I was going to get out the fuck <laughs> like i almost got out honestly and i'm so glad i didn't yeah like i mean it crossed my mind i was like oh, i can get out and like go reserves and whatever so that way i could still but then me like just being you know who i am i'm like okay well then what happens if it it didn't work out then like what the hell am i gonna do go move back home and live with my mom and you know go back to the life that i had right before like the reason why i left detroit you know um so that's why I stayed in. I was like, it would just be, we need two incomes. You know, like I didn't have a degree at the time. I changed my major like 75 times. Like I didn't really have anything to fall back on. Oh my God. So it was like, I needed to do that, you know? And I mean, like you said, like, I'm glad I didn't get out. And I mean, I still, we both have still had super successful careers, but it just sucked that it seemed like we were always the ones that had to take, that had to sacrifice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think I did a lot of, I wanted to be a drone instructor. I wanted to go get, get certifications. Um, I was a martial arts instructor and I wanted to go get my red tab. Um, there were so many things that I wanted to do with my career and that I couldn't, you know, because I was a mom. And I need to take care of my kid. Um, and that's like another thing. Like people think that getting married, like you're going to have, you know, all this help. But it's like, yeah. I think about it now, you know, I'm like, do I even want to get married again? Like, do I want to put myself in th through that again? Just because like, just because I get married doesn't mean that I'm going to have a helpful partner, you know? Uh, it does suck being a single parent. It does suck doing everything alone. But just because you're married to someone doesn't mean that you get that help that you need. Um, so I don't know. When I was married, I was angry because you know I didn't get help around the house, and I used to do it myself. And now I'm single and I have to do it all myself. And guess what? I'm not angry. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is doing the mess? I am. Right. Because um, it's one thing when you're like cleaning up after yourself. You're like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm cleaning up after myself and my kids. So I got no one else to blame but me and these kids. I just blame uh, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I have to be like, you know, cleaning up after another grown person or as they say, nagging. Yeah. You know, which that's another thing. Like, I'm not nagging. You know, I told you to go throw the trash. Like, go throw the trash. Like, oh, I'm communicating God. because you didn't listen the first time I communicated. I had to repeat right. myself. Like, if you interpret it as nagging, that has nothing to do with me. 
exactly. That was like my biggest thing about being married. It's like, you're nagging, you're nagging. Whoa. Go do what I've asked you to do. Like, why do I got to repeat myself eight times? Like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I'll go take out the trash. Like, those are the things that I don't miss about marriage. Um, Do I think marriage can be beautiful? 100%. Like, I think that if you are married to somebody that you're very compatible with and, like, in love with and... Uh, you guys work as a team with everything, with every aspect in life. I think marriage can be a amazing and beautiful thing. And I see other people, you know, that are married. I have a lot of friends that have very successful marriages. Um, and it works for them, you know. I love to see it. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that, like, marriage is like such a what was for me like this glorified thing um something that like I really wanted and I really desired um and now I'm just like you know being married once like it just I don't know it just like put such a weird taste in my mouth and like do I want to have that like I guess, what do you call it? Like a fairy tale wedding or fairy tale marriage? Like, I would love to know what it feels like, you know, if I ever meet someone um, that, you know, treats me good and I can see a, like, us being a team, you know, because I think that's what you need. You need, like, a good teammate. Yeah. Um, it's not all about love and, you know, butterflies and, um, whatever, you know, there's so much more than just love when it comes to marriage. Yeah, I agree. And I think that like nowadays, so my grandparents have been married for like almost 60 years and they're so disgustingly annoying. Like to this day. They still are like all lovey dovey. They do everything together. Like, and I love that. That's everything. Cool. And I'd be like, look, my grandma would be driving me crazy. So I can just imagine. Yeah. You know, but like, and my grandma always says, like, she always, always says, she's like, you have to marry your best friend. She's like, like, no matter what, the person that in my, my other grandma, like, they were married. My grandpa passed away like right before their 40th anniversary. And that was her third husband. So third time's a charm. But um, they were the same way. Like, and trust me, they had been through their shit, like been through their shit, especially when he was in the army and stuff. And same with like my other grandparents, they've been through stuff. Like it wasn't perfect, but you know, my grandma was always like, you have to put in the work. Like it's not always going to be perfect. And she said the same thing. Like love isn't enough. Like you have to be able to work together and accept your person flaws and all. And I think it's so hard nowadays because they're like, everybody is so quick to like, quote unquote, replace somebody. You know what I mean? Like, instead of accepting people flaws and all and wanting to put in the work to make it work because it's like, oh, I love you and everything's so perfect. But like, God forbid, there's one bad day, you know, like somebody's just having an off day. And instead of being supportive, whatever, you're like, gaslighting them or being like, oh, well, what's wrong with you? Or, oh, this is how you are. Or, 
you're really crazy. You like, it's always something stupid instead of being like, how about you just talk to me? Right. Why can't you just be here? Like support me. Like shit, you ain't perfect either. I can name all these motherfucking flaws, but I'm not going to do that because I love you and I'm here and willing to like. Well, I think that like when it comes to the flaws part, um, I think it is okay to accept people for their flaws. I think 100%. Um, but I think another thing that, you know, helps a relationship and um, I guess a marriage is knowing that you have those flaws and like that you're willing to work on whatever issues you have together, you know, like, and giving 100% um, from one another, like, I'm not going to throw in your face that you're fucked up, you know, and you're not going to throw mm-hmm. in my face that I'm fucked up, but you, but best believe that I'm working on my issues and you should be working on yours. Um, and I think that a person, if a couple is willing to um, do that for one another, I think that's what makes such a perfect relationship, you know, like both of them working for one another, for each other. If that right. makes Yeah, I get it. And like healing together to make a perfect relationship. Yeah. And like being self-aware, like you said, of your your own shit is is really important because obviously if I voice something like something's bothering me that you do or whatever, and you get offended by it or you turn it around on me, like, this isn't going to work. Like, it's not, right. you know what I mean? And it's like, or you can't sit here and dog me, but the moment I say, well, I don't like when you do this, then it's a problem, you know? And it's just, uh, communication is so important. I just feel like nobody knows how to communicate anymore. Right. And oh, that's that one too. Y'all, if y'all want a healthy marriage, Y'all better know how to communicate. And right, listen, like, it's because it's not even just about communication, you know. I think we we can communicate, you know. I can, you know, tell you what my problems are and what I need from that person, and I can, you know, keep expressing them. But if you're not fucking listening to what I'm saying and actually knowing, like it's not just like listening, you know, like comprehend what I'm telling you. Right. Like and then if I'm like saying it away where you're not understanding it, because like sometimes with like I'm a type of person, like words coming out of my mouth do not always come out the, the way, way that they're in my head. Right. You know, so I will write it down and I'll write like a letter. And some people are like, oh my God, that's so annoying. Like, I don't want to read that. Why can't you just say it? And I'm like, I that's know not what- meant for me. Right. Like, but my thing is like, I am aware that I put my foot in my mouth a lot when I'm talking. Right. Because my brain's like everywhere. And then I'm like overanalyzing everything, like how you're looking at me and how you're sitting and whatever. Are you actually paying attention? Oh, your phone just went off. Who the fuck's texting you? You know what I mean? Like my mind's in a million different fucking places. But if I take the time to like actually articulate what I'm trying to say and get across exactly what I mean, and then you read it and then we can discuss it, that that usually works for me. Right. You know what I mean? And that's just it's important to understand like how your partner communicates. Right. 
and how your partner needs you to communicate to them. You know what I mean? Like, I can take a lot of shit, but if I feel like you're attacking me or you're putting me down, like it's triggering, you know, and that's triggering because I've been in mentally and emotionally abusive relationships. If you are aware of this, I've told you about this stuff, then you need to keep that in mind, not just be like, well, it's your problem that you get triggered. What? You know what I mean? Like I've voiced this to you, you know, and then obviously if you're putting me down and you're saying hurtful things, people are going to get upset. Right. Like, I'm not going to understand that you think I'm X, Y, and Z because it's hurtful and that's not who I am or what I am. You know what I mean? And it's like, as my partner or somebody that's supposed to care about me or whatever, the fact that like you're saying these things to me, it makes me feel like, well, do you even care about me? And then you go down another rabbit hole. Right. And it's just, and I think that after being in a marriage, you know, young, because we both got married young, and then we got divorced and we were like, you know, in our later 20s and trying to get back dating as a divorcee and a single mom, like, and no one talks about that. Like nobody <laughs> talks about getting married such a, as such a young age and getting divorced or getting married in your twenties in your early twenties and getting divorced in your late twenties. Like that's traumatizing. Yeah. Cause it's like, you're back into the dating world and it's like a whole different fucking dating world than it was at fucking 21, 22, 23. Like it's a total different freaking playing field. Right. It's like, what the hell? And then people like you dating people and they're like, it's like a random Wednesday night. And they're like, Hey, let's go grab a drink. Bro. I got a two-year-old where the fuck I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's, well, it's not even being divorced alone. It's being divorced with kids. Yeah. I if you're divorced, you ain't got no kids. Shit. Yo, yo. You want me to meet you, <laughs> you know? You know, and then that was hard too because one, like, I think when I started dating again, and people would find out that I was divorced and had a kid, it was kind of like the fucking scarlet letter. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, what's wrong with her? Why is she divorced, bitch? Because I got married when I was young and I was fucking stupid, and we're in the military. Who the fuck isn't divorced? You know? But <laughs> like. I think it was hard because then it's like people automatically, one, assume like, oh, gosh, like she's going to have baggage and oh, gosh, like shit. Actually, all my baggage is from before my marriage. That's just kind of, I mean, it added some carry-ons, you know, but <laughs> most of the shit's from like before. And then, yeah, you add in like being a single mom thing. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm not trying to be no one's dad. Mofo, did I ask you to be someone's dad? Like. Did I ask you to be someone's fucking stepmom or whatever? Like, no. But he has a whole other parent and a bonus mom. Like, he don't need no more. Right. You, who said you were even making it past the fucking first text? Like, you know what I mean? Don't start fucking assuming shit. But it's, I don't know. And then now, being in your fucking mid-30s. And still divorced like And trying to date. And everybody, for whatever reason, doesn't matter how old people are. Everybody has a mentality of a fucking 22-year-old dipshit. Like, no offense to my 22-year-olds out there, but, you know, like, it's just, I don't even, like, nowadays, it's like, why am I in my mid-30s hoping I get a fucking text back? What is wrong with this fucking picture? <laughs> like, it's not I'm hoping, just wondering, am I, is this motherfucker going to text me back? Like, 
Right. I don't know. For me, it's more of like scared of like bringing to my kid's life. Like I've been single for what? Shit. Six years, almost six years. Like I haven't dated anyone. I mean, you know, data dated and I've never brought anyone around my kids. Like to me, that's like super huge and super important that I already had, you know, somebody walk away from their lives, you know, um, like I don't, I don't need my kids, um, feeling like someone comes into their lives and if it doesn't work out, like, and then they walk away, you know, now they lost someone else that they like loved. So like, it's, for me, that's like the most traumatizing thing. And I think that's another reason why I kind of am scared of dating. Um, and then you have like the psychotic things that you hear on the fucking news of so-and-so's boy murdered, you know, her two-year-old, like that shit's traumatizing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will be fucking single for the rest of my fucking life until these kids are 18. If it means that I'm keeping them safe. Yeah. Like at that point, I don't even want to date anymore. Like it's so scary to hear those stories. Um, so for me, like it's been super scary to date again. And because you just don't know. And again, I don't want to bring people into my kids' lives that I know won't make it past a month. Right. And I mean, I'm the same way. Like my, I always say, like, if I bring you I mean granted besides like the one person that I've known for like 23 years and like it just happened we happened to like briefly date um but anybody else I'm like if you meet my kids like if you meet Izzy like right away you you're friend zoned like just know that (laughs) you know what I mean right because like anybody the only people that I've seriously dated well are my to, you know, my two exes, my ex-fiance, and then um, the person before. And it sucked because they both ended because I got left for somebody else. Right. Um, And neither one of them said anything to Izzy. Right. You know, and they were both super close to Izzy. You know, I mean, the one he was like, oh, my stepdad, you know, so-and-so, my stepdad this. And I never said that. You know, I was like, this is my friend. Like, he was always my friend until, you know, then he just was around a lot more and then whatever. And then even with my ex, like, I mean, she lived in the house with him, you know? Like, they went and had their own little things, you know? Like, they did their own things together. And he was like, that's my stepmom. And he loved her, you know? Like, and he was really, really hurt, especially with that one because, like, she was such a huge part of his life. Right. You know? And then it pissed me off because like I asked her, I was like, well, can you at least say bye to him? You're so pathetic. Think that I'm going to talk to a 10 year old or a nine year old. And I'm like, I mean, he's not an idiot. And like, right. he deserves that closure too. You know what I mean? Like, right. He didn't do anything. He's just a freaking innocent bystander. Right. And then, like, I don't want him to grow up and have his own abandonment issues and be afraid to get close to people because, you know, right. And it just, 
I don't know, like it just really bothered me. So like from then on, I'm just like, yeah, no. And until somebody's like proves it and they're like, whatever, like I just, like you said, it's just, I don't, I don't want them. I don't want him to grow up and feel like, like I already feel unlovable and unwanted. Like he doesn't deserve to feel that way either. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. And then like the same thing you say, like all these crazy people, everything is on the news. Like you're always hearing about somebody freaking touching some kids or somebody doing something to some kids. And bro, I'd be in jail so damn fast. Like, <laughs> right. I know. Cause I tell Izzy all the time and I'm like, I'm like, I don't care who it is. Like, you're old enough to wash yourself. Nobody needs to see this. Nobody needs to see that. Like, no one better be showing you this. No one better be showing you that. Nothing. Like, I don't okay. care. You know, I mean, granted, Izzy's an asshole and he'll say something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're sus. Get that away from me. You know, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I think that's, yeah. That's, you, you just don't know. Yeah. My trust levels are I just barely, yeah, like barely existent at this point. Right. Um, thanks, Chuck. Oh my god, these dogs. I'm sorry, everybody. These dogs picked the wrong day to want to be jerks, <laughs> but it sounds like they're nagging. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Luna is, she's nagging at the other two because they're playing around and she's trying to relax. But yeah, I mean, divorce can be nasty, but obviously, they're not all the same, and, yeah, and I mean. I think it was beautiful. Not all marriages are. I didn't think I wanted to get married again after, after my divorce. I was like, I'm fucking getting married again. And then I met a girl and then I was like, Oh my God, you know? Yeah. And then that obviously went up in flames. So now I'm just like, if it happens, it happens. I like, it's, it's a weird feeling. Cause it's like, some days I'm like, I really want a partner and it'd be great to have somebody. And then other days I'm like, I really just like my space. And I couldn't like, sometimes I'm like, I've lived in my own for so long. Like I've just kind of done my own thing. Like, do I really want somebody up in my shit? You know I, what I mean? I really want to share my sink. Do I really need, do I really want to share my bathroom sink? Because right now it belongs to me. All, both of them. Right. I'm like, look, I got my makeup on this sink. Like, what am I going to do with my makeup? That's my makeup sink. Right. My shower, all my stuff. Do I really want to share my space in my, my shower? Closet? I, my closet? <laughs> all mine, you know? I don't even have space. You need to use a guest fucking closet. I, no, I actually have clothes in that one, too. Exactly. I don't even have room for my clothes. Do I really want to share? Do I have to give up my clothes to make room for someone else? Like. I don't know how I, I I just I don't even know how do you even live with somebody again you know like I don't want to live with this damn kids <laughs> like I'm on my couch right now you know and it's like I don't know if I can share like what do I do when there's another human being sitting next to me like I just there's just so much like after so long of being divorced like and not dating someone because again it's been like six years that I've been in a relationship with someone which is Maybe something is wrong with me. What does uh, Taylor Swift say? I am the drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's me. The Maybe it's I'm me. the problem. It's me. I'm that's, the problem. Honestly, that's what I'm starting to feel like. Because I'm well, just like. Maybe I am the problem. I don't. I like. Can somebody tell me what I'm doing wrong? Because I'm that type of person. Like, years after, you know, whatever. Because even I've even asked my ex-husband. I'm like, bruh. Like, you've known me. You, you were married to me. Like, 
you know, whatever. What the fuck is wrong with me? Because I believe ask my my guy friends that I've known for a long time, my guy friends that I dated in the past. And I'm just like, bruh, you know. And then some people are just like, obviously, you know, they're like, well, I was a dumbass back then. I wasn't ready, you know, yada, yada. I was like, well, you already had chance, bye. But, and then other people, you know, like, they're like, well, they'll say like some things. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not something that's like, I, to me, I don't know, would be like worth throwing somebody good away because then they end up dating somebody else. And then when they're little fucking like those, that meme is like, don't hate stranger me when your little punk ass relationship fails. Like every fucking time, every fucking time. If I had a fucking dollar, you know? Yeah. But I mean, at the moment it makes you feel like you're like, is that like unlovable? And it's like, oh my God. Well, I think for me, I just have super high standards. And if my standards make me be single my life, then I guess I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Because there's a lot of things that I require now, you know, that I let go when I was married. You know, when I was married, there was a lot of things that I felt like I needed that I didn't get. Um to be happy and vice versa, you know, like I, I think at the time we weren't willing to uh, meet each other where we needed to be, you know, to have a successful marriage. Um, so now that I'm older, like I do require certain things and um, you can tell me that I'm too, uh, that my standards are too high or you can tell me that I'm asking for too much. But I also believe that if, you know, the person that loves me is out there and he meets my requirements and I meet his, like, they don't, it doesn't matter how crazy they sound or how extreme they may be. Like, I feel like if somebody loves you and they want to be with you, like, they're going to try no matter what. Like, you can tell them drink my bath water, you know, like. I don't know. Like, that's, just, that's extreme a little. That's a little extreme. No, but I don't know. People are into some shit. You never know. But, <laughs> but if that person loves you, like, and that makes you happy, like, sure, I'll drink your fucking bath water. You know, like, I don't know. Like, they're not that extreme people. Uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing an example out there. Don't take me wrong. She ain't that uh, crazy, no. Yeah, I'm not that crazy. But, like, I do think that, you know, people meet you where they... uh People meet you at the things that you, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going, but if somebody loves you, like they're willing to do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. to, to show you they love you, to show you they care for you. Like, I feel like that's what love is supposed to be. Um, and I think that's what makes people that are married, they, that's what makes them successful. You know, that's what makes them have successful marriages. Um, and I just wish that, you know, also, you know, when people did do get divorced and, you know, marriages don't work. Like I wish people weren't so hateful. Like I hate when, you know, a marriage doesn't work and you turn hateful and you turn just disgusting towards one another. And it's like, bro, it didn't work out. Like, let it go. You know, like. We weren't compatible. We weren't meant to be like, 
go your way, I'll go mine. Like, there's no need to be so nasty with each other. And like, yeah, unless it was like some abusive, like, yeah, like if that's like, okay, if that's, that's different. But right. no, I agree. But if it's just a divorce, because I no longer want to be with you, like, stop being hateful. Like, you don't need to make this divorce so dreadful. And like, I don't need to hate my life just because I'm we're going for divorce. Like, I, I think that's what I hate about the big D word. Like, divorce is just so nasty sometimes and mm -hmm. have to be. It just doesn't. Like, we're, <laughs> you're grown adults. Like, ugh, like, I, I don't know. I, no, I, I agree. Me. I just, that's why I'm like, I just, I mean, I just don't have the fucking energy. Like, I just, like, you know, <laughs> at that point, like, I just want to be free. Like, mm -hmm. I don't longer want to have a piece of paper that says that we're together. Right. Like, I don't want people to know that we know that we dated. Okay. Right. Him? Nope. Who that? <laughs> yeah. You got no proof of that shit. <laughs> right. But yeah, I just, yeah, I never understood that either. Yeah, it's the big D word is just, it's just something that I never want to experience ever again. So it kind of is the reason why I'm scarred. I literally always say, if I ever get married again, the only way they out is in the motherfucking ground because <laughs> I ain't doing that shit again. You don't want to be with me? Fine. But I ain't, we ain't getting divorced. Like Right. If I if I ever get married again, like it's going to be like that's it. We're gonna fucking suck it up and we're gonna go old school like my grandparents. And you're gonna sleep on the couch for a week. So you don't wanna fucking talk to me? Then sleep on the couch for a week and don't fucking talk to me. You'll get over it and then we'll be fine. Like, yeah. Unless, like I said, there's some abuse or some fucking cheating. Other than that, right? It's just arguing. I feel like other than that type of stuff, because obviously there's like some stuff that you just can't come back from. I'm sorry, but if somebody lays a hand on me, you live to see the next day, um, you're out. But, right. and if I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with somebody cheating again. Like I've done that shit, forgiving people just to get played again and look stupid. And uh, nobody's going to be out here and make me look fucking stupid. Like, I mean, verbal abuse is a big one too. Like, oh Yeah. You don't have to put your hands on me, but if I feel like you're being, I'm being belittled, 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 belittled. I can't talk people on <laughs> Latino over here, you know, but if I feel like I'm being belittled and constantly being put down. Oh, yeah. I'm not staying either. No, because I dealt with that shit. And it's crazy because like in the moment, you don't realize it at first, you know, and it's like just little shit and they're like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, or I'm like that to everybody. And you're like, yeah, but no, you're not like this. Like you may be an ass, you may be whatever, but you're not like this. It's right. like, it's cutting a little deeper. And I mean, you saw how my last relationship was like, you know, and like after the fact, a lot of people were like, no, like wasn't very nice to you. Like, I don't like the way that, you know, they talked to you and this, that, whatever, and the way that they treated you. And, you know, obviously when we would fight and stuff, like I would have whatever, but I feel like it wasn't like a every fucking day, everything you did type thing, you know? And now whenever I'm like talking to somebody and they start, 
to even like inch towards that, I'll say something about it. And then how, depending on how they respond to it, then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that, I feel like those, that leaves more, like those leave scars deeper than like physical abuse. Right. You know, because that's like, makes you feel so low about yourself, you know? Right. I just hope that, you know, people know the signs of when to walk away and when to um, stay or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I feel like a lot of, we don't talk enough about emotional, mental, verbal abuse. It's always like physical abuse, but those ones are like way worse. For sure. Mental abuse is extremely more scarring, I feel like, than someone hitting you. Mm-hmm. But that's divorce for you. <laughs> uh, not all marriages, but enough right but yeah let's wrap it up (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you for listening to our episode on the big d word maybe that's what we should call it no (laughs) for sure (laughs) um that's a good d huh yeah not a good d word good is even debatable but Um, yeah, anyways, um, <laughs> sorry about, you know, my audience that conveniently are all laying down and tired now. I guess they wore themselves out interrupting our podcast, <laughs> but, um, stay tuned for the next episode of one thing or another with Jess and Sandra, because, you know, there's always one thing or another. Always. <laughs> Bye. Bye.